Hi, this is Life Coach David. Thanks for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast. And you can find out more about me and wonderful Law of Attraction coaching at lifecoachdavid.com. I'm sorry I've been away for longer than I wanted to, but the program that I used to record the podcast wasn't working. And I finally got it fixed, and I'm glad to be back. I've had a lot of wins lately. I've attracted a lot of wonderful coaching clients, a lot of financial wins, fun wins, all kinds of wins. So I hope you're also attracting lots of wins. And I'm going to get right into the book, Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting, because for those of you that are following what I've been reading, I'm sure you can't wait to hear the next part. And this book was written by Lynn Grabhorn. And even though it's an older book, the information is still true. And sometimes she's funny, sometimes she uses corny sayings, but the information is still really good. And this section is called Never Never Face Reality. Oh, I like that. All right, so here we go. Because of our upbringing and because of attitudes passed down over countless generations, we believe that what we see in the moment and what we are experiencing in the moment is the way it has to be until we either find a way to eradicate it or accept it. We can see it, we're surely experiencing it, so in our book, that makes it reality. And yet, reality, real reality, is nothing more than the result of how we've been flowing our energy. Let's say, for instance, you're living in a body you don't much like. You call that reality which equates to that which is unchangeable and must be accepted. Or let's say you're currently living in a declining economy which is affecting your income. You call that reality, a potentially disastrous condition over which you have no control. Quote, that's life, accept it. That's the way things are. You can't fight City Hall. Stop knocking your head against a brick wall. That's the way of the world. Learn to take life on its terms. Within every life, a little rain must fall. Get your head out of the clouds. Life isn't fair. Wise up and face reality. End quote. Here's the flash. We do not have to face up to or put up with anything. All we have to do is learn to flow our energy differently. For nothing, nothing affects our experience except how we flow our energy. Nothing. With some things in our lives, those that are pleasing to us, our valve is naturally open because those conditions gratify us. Our positive energy is attracting more positive things. But as we look at the majority of negative conditions or problems around us, our valve is slammed shut. Our connection to our source energy is barely enough to keep us breathing and we wouldn't know a vibration of joy if it walked up and smacked us in the face. We're annoyed at this, steamed at that, worried about them, wondering how to correct this, complaining about that, afraid of God knows what all, depressed over everything, and vibrating such unceasing currents of negative energy all the time. It's a wonder we ever have any moments of joy at all. Just because you're living in the reality of a jobless market 
does not mean you can't attract a great job. Just because houses are not selling does not mean you can't attract a qualified, delighted buyer. Just because your body is not as strong as others does not mean you can't attract the strength to win the 400 meter race. Just because you've never worked in that market does not mean you can't attract the ability to be successful at it. Just because you've never been able to stop smoking does not mean you can't attract the willingness to stop smoking right now. Just because you've had two divorces does not mean you're doomed to attract another catastrophe. Whatever mess or happiness we are living in this very moment, whether it be as an individual, a family, a nation, or a planet, that mess is the sole and direct outcome of how we're feeling and flowing energy yesterday and the day before that and the years before that. The law of attraction doesn't work a little here and a little there. It simply is for you, for me, for the cosmos. We magnetically attract what we vibrate and we have created it all from fender benders to global wars. So from this moment on, never ever accept reality as something to which you must resign yourself. Take your thoughts beyond whatever is in front of your nose that you don't like and put them on what you do like. If you don't, your so-called reality will never change. Granted, some ugly things may be glaring you in the face right now or threatening you or looking like a hopeless situation, but they are not set in stone. They must never be reluctantly tolerated. Unpleasant reality is nothing but an effect caused by negative energy flow. We can either live with those effects and suffer or circumvent them and have a ball. So that's the end of that section. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to admit or think that we're attracting everything that's happening to us, whether it's good or bad. And whatever you believe, the good news is it is always a choice what we're thinking about and focusing on. And if we are too focused on what is, then how do we expect to attract what we want? We have to focus more on what we want, so what we want becomes our what is. Even if our what is is really nagging at us, and it really isn't what we want, and we're in the middle of it and experiencing it, we still have to do our best to focus on what we want. And the next section is called Tricks to Switching Focus. As a kid, did you ever jump off a high dive? Do you remember that very first time you climbed up and up and up each step I'm, la <laughs> I'm laughing because I did climb a high dive when I was five years old I don't know why they let me do it but I climbed to the top which was really high and I made it to the edge of the diving board and I couldn't do it I looked down and I was like oh my god I have to jump now I just didn't realize it and there was this big line behind me and people were saying, jump, 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 because they wanted to jump, and I was holding up the line. So before I knew it, I did it, because I felt like I had to, and I survived. And of course, after that, I kept doing it, because it was fun. But that reminded me. All right, back to the book. Each step seemed to take you farther away from safety, but even though you were scared, you kept on going. Finally, you came to the top of the ladder. You walked tentatively out to the end of the board, your heart pounded so hard 
You could barely hear the kids below shouting you on. The water seemed five miles away. You didn't really want to do this thing. Well, at the same time, you did. Something in you knew this was epic, the greatest moment you would ever know, that if you did this, you would never be the same. You jumped. What a rush. You made it, and indeed, your life had changed forever. The toughest part of ungluing ourselves from the high-dive habit of an ongoing problem, for that's all problems are, habits, is forcing ourselves to release our preoccupation with it. Like so, quote, you don't have to change it. You just have to stop focusing on it. Is it tough? Yes. Can it be done? You bet. But you have to start someplace. And that someplace is a decision that somehow you're going to change your focus. Then comes actually doing it. Changing your focus to something more pleasant so you can change your energy. It is impossible to solve a problem in the same frequency in which it was created. So you make a decision that for as long as it's with you, that problem will no longer be the focal point of your life. Like having a cut on your finger, you know it's there, and yes, it hurts when you think about it, but you don't allow it to govern your everyday living. You believe it will heal and go away, and so it does. Just remember, the most important part to changing an unwanted condition is simply, you don't have to change it, you just have to stop thinking about it. All it takes is that willingness to jump. Trick number one, switch focus now. The moment you recognize you're focusing on the condition with your worry motor running, or ticked off motor, or blame motor, etc., find something else, anything else to think about that will get you to feeling even a tiny bit better than you do at present, and find it right now. Switch your thoughts to your mate if you've got a great relationship, your home, a song, your dog, your new sweatshirt, a chocolate sundae, making love, your upcoming vacation, your last vacation, a special restaurant, your youngster asleep, anything. Make yourself do this, staying there until you can feel your mood begin to change which means your energy has changed no matter how slight. Once you make the feeling switch, then start talking out loud about what it is you want. That's want, not don't want, in place of your unwanted condition. By doing that, your focus is now off the condition, your intent motor is running in its place, and you've gotten your valve open enough to begin the turnaround. And for heaven's sake, Never mind that your replacement want may seem impossible. Just get into and forget the how-to. If you can get into your want, intent, feeling mode, never mind. Just stay in the feeling of some pleasant new focus for as long as you can. The longer and more often you can stay in that higher frequency, the quicker your unwanted condition will begin to dissipate. Conversely, the more you retain your focus on whatever has been bothering you, the longer it will stay around. And that's the end of trick number one. And that is true. You know, that's something I teach my clients that one trick you can do that I like is when you realize you're focusing on something you don't want, in that moment, just ask yourself, okay, well, what do I want about whatever it was you were focusing on? 
And then just to deliberately get lost in the what you want thoughts. And that always helps because really every thought is really two thoughts, the positive part or the negative part. So if you're thinking about the negative part, realize it and then just flip to the positive aspect. And now I'm going to read trick number two, tender talk it out now. When you just can't seem to get your focus off the condition, start some soothing talk to yourself out loud, much like a loving mom or dad might comfort a little one. Tell yourself all the comforting things a youngster would want to hear, that it's going to be okay, that things are in the process of changing, that you've always been safe and always will be, that you have nothing to fear. Keep talking warmly for as long as it takes you to feel that subtle little switch happen, and you can feel your resistance to the higher energies backing down. You are relaxing into well-being, your resistance to that life-giving source energy is lessening, and you're quieting down. Stay there as long as you can with your focus off the disturbing condition. And trick number three, tough talk it out right now. This is tough love kind of talk. Out loud to yourself one-on-one. -on -one. But here's the trick. You need to get tough, not down on yourself. Don't you ever, ever, ever get down on yourself when you find yourself focusing on unwanted conditions. What you're after here is stern, horse sense reasoning where you firmly point out to yourself what will transpire if you continue to focus on and stew over the condition. Then you tell yourself, quite matter-of-factly, what will happen when you remove your focus and change your vibration. Quote, now look, Charlie, you got yourself into this mess and you are going to find a way to get yourself out. But if you're going to stay in this mood and stew about it all day long, you know the situation is going to get worse. So get off your pity pot and find some dumb thing to feel good about. Hell yes, I know you don't feel like feeling good right now, but, end quote. Who cares if you believe it or not? Fake it until you feel the switch in feeling take place, that subtle shift in your energy. This is an approach of hard logic. While I use it regularly, and it always makes me feel better, I find I usually have to jump from this back into one of the other tricks to get more of that quieted down, feel-good motor running full steam. But that's just me. Whatever it takes for you, go for it. Trick number four. Do something fun right now. Get physical. Go for a walk. Polish your car. Brush your cat. Buy a new suit. Bake a cake. Play poker. Trim your flowers. Go to a movie. Whatever turns you on that will take your stuck focus off the condition and soften your resistance to flowing that higher energy. Once you feel the shift happen, start talking out loud, gently at first, about what you want in place of the unwanted condition. With any of these tricks, keep in mind that old expression, fake it till you make it. You switch focus, you talk warmly, you talk tough, you go for fun, you pretend, but the point is, you do it the moment you realize your attention is on the unwanted condition and you stay there until you feel your feelings flip over and they will. And that's the end of that little section. And you know, whatever trick we use, as long as it gets us off focusing on what is that we don't want, 
and gets us feeling a little bit better and a little bit better until we raise ourselves vibrationally, that's the key. So practice all those tricks and see which one you like best and think about what we talked about today and how you can use it in your life to help yourself to improve your vibration because the higher we keep our vibration deliberately, the more we're going to attract what we want, the better we're going to feel, which is fantastic on its own, and it all works. And you know, I always say the saying, when you live your life from a law of attraction point of view, it only gets better. That is so true. Totally true. Thanks for listening to this podcast. And again, if you want law of attraction coaching, you can go to lifecoachdavid.com. Thanks for listening and have a high vibration day.